Prayer is the most powerful thing we can do in our days, but all too often it gets drowned out by the noise around us. But what if the noise in our earbuds could help us tune out the noise of the world and instead tune in to our most important conversation? That's why we're here, to bring you inspiring conversations, practical how-tos, and guided prayers to help you pray like you never thought possible. I'm Valerie Warner, and this is Prayer in a Noisy World. I don't want to pray better. You heard me. I don't just want to get better at saying some prayers. I want it to transform my days and thereby transform my life. What would our days look like if they were an outflow of time we spent in God's presence? Can you imagine the difference? It might look like more patience for our kids. It might look like enjoying nature instead of just noticing the traffic. It might look like praising in the midst of pain. It might look like a greater connection with a friend as you pray together. It might look like more peace because we aren't anxiously planning our next move. It might look like the release of bitterness as you ask God to help you forgive. It might look like trust when you see the bank account is much lower than you thought. It might look like an active, engaging God is moving in your everyday instead of feeling like your prayers hit a wall. A life that spills out of my prayer time sounds amazing. If prayer has felt rather dull lately, I get it. Prayer has the power to transform our lives, but it's totally possible that we're stuck and not even experiencing a trickle of a few drops from our prayer life. Today, I want to share eight tips to start living a life that is a response to our time in prayer. Number one, don't compartmentalize your prayer life. Don't keep it tucked into the hours of between six and seven. And then if for some reason you don't make it happen in the morning, you wait until the next day to meet with God. Live with the mindset that God goes with you everywhere. It sounds almost too elementary, but how often do we forget that God is with us right now? Do we really know and believe He is with us this very minute? Number two, invite God into quiet moments of your day. When the quiet moments actually do happen, we often fill it pretty quickly because it can be scary to be alone with our thoughts. But what if you treated those moments as time with God? What if we didn't try to escape the silence and instead embraced the conversation that was awaiting us? Number three, cry out to God when life feels hard. I have said this more times than I can count, but if we truly want to pray more, we have to realize how dependent we are on God. If we don't realize that we need Him, why would we pray besides to just appease Him? And let's be honest, our busy life would absolutely get in the way of obligation praying. But what if every hard moment of our day was a reminder to turn to God? What if we stopped feeling bad for those moments and started inviting God into them? Number four, have the mindset that prayer is productive. It's not just in the tough moments we can feel God's power. If we know that our power comes from God, we will keep going back to the source for every little thing in our life. Recently, I had a really rough week, and I feel like I've talked about it so much, I should probably just name it or something. 
Anyway, I had several friends pray for me, and the attitude I had by the end of the week was extreme and even over the top. Even in all my years of growing in my prayer life, I never experienced such moment-by-moment prayers. And let me tell you, it was glorious. In those moments, I truly know prayer is productive, that I'll keep coming back to it. And just a side note, if calling prayer productive makes you feel a little squirmy, I'm essentially meaning that prayer is powerful, but I want it to hit us in a different way that I think we need to be reminded of. Number five, ask God questions. We talked about this a lot in episode 14, how to practice silence and solitude, but this is a crucial step to living a life that's an outflow of prayer. It might be as simple as asking God, what's the next step? Or Lord, who can I serve today? As we ask these questions, God is faithful to respond, but we also put ourselves in a posture that is waiting for a response. When I ask God who I can serve, I'm more naturally on the lookout for who in the path of my day I can serve. Okay, now my sixth tip for living a life that is an outflow of prayer is to pray with others. For a very literal way, our prayers can flow out into our life. Pray for and with someone. Impact someone's life with your cries to the Father on their behalf. And then be humbled to hear how the Father moves in their lives as a result of your cries. That is truly a beautiful way that our life can flow out of our prayers. Number seven, Surrender your to-do list to God each day. If we truly want to live a life that is an outflow of prayer, we have to hold our plans loosely. That doesn't mean we completely abandon making plans. It just means our ears are so sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading that we can tell when He's nudging us in a direction other than what we have planned. Now, the eighth thing is to obey. We can hear God clearly and still not live from an outflow of prayer if we choose to do something other than what God told us to do. Why hear from God if we aren't willing to listen to Him? For us to live as an outflow of prayer, we aren't simply getting a second opinion or waiting for Him to sign off on our own brilliant plan. We are trusting that whatever comes from our prayer time is worth spilling over into our lives. Now, I want to share an illustration that I shared in Pray Confidently and Consistently. Um, It's in chapter five, if you have the book, but I think it makes it clear of the type of life that we want to live and why this makes sense, that our prayer should be impacting our life and the responses that we have throughout the day. So here is just a little snippet from that chapter. We get just the next step. Know why I think that is? Because imagine how silly it would be if you asked for directions and some kind sir gave you a detailed map telling you all about the twists and turns and mile markers. Then as you thanked him and started to leave, he said, wait, I'm coming with you. Would your reaction be, well, then why did you give me all those directions if you're going to guide me personally? Doesn't it make more sense that we don't get the full story? The journey is intended to be walked with our guide. When we don't prioritize prayer and an intimate relationship with the Lord, it's like we're telling God we can go this road on our own with just a few instructions from Him. 
What gives us such confidence? We don't have the map. We don't know the roads. We need God. And that's always been true, but we forget it often. So imagine how differently our lives could be if we journeyed it every day with God. Not just checking in at crucial pit stops, but took the whole journey with Him. What if the time that we spent in prayer impacted each decision of our day? I think we'd be amazed at what would flow out of our lives. This is the gift of prayer. This is the gift of 24-hour access to our Heavenly Father. We cannot spend time with Him and not be changed. That might not always feel true, but maybe we're holding back. Maybe we're just saying a few trite words we think He wants to hear instead of soaking in His presence and letting the choices we make throughout our day reflect that or radiate that like Moses did. Today, your call of action is simple. Choose one of the eight points that I shared and make a point to practice it today. And I'll reread those just so you have them. Number one, don't compartmentalize your prayer life. Don't set it for one time of the day and wait to come back to that time the next day. Let it flow throughout your day. Number two, invite God into quiet moments of your day. When you do find those quiet moments, which I know are rare, let God join you there. Number three, cry out to God when life feels hard. So in the moments that are really hard and you feel desperate, call to Him. Don't feel like you have to wait till you clean it all up, but cry out to Him in those moments. Number four, have the mindset that prayer is productive. It is powerful, and when we have this mindset, we will keep coming back to God throughout our day and letting it transform the little moments that we are in in the day. And that goes into number five, ask God questions. If we know that prayer is productive, if we know that there's something powerful in it, ask God questions and hear from Him, knowing that what He has planned is greater than anything that we can do. Number six, Pray with others and let our prayers impact the lives of the people around us. Number seven, surrender your to-do list to God each day. This is literally allowing us to surrender to God in prayer and having that time of surrender change what we do throughout the day based on what God is calling us to do that might not be on our to-do list that day. And number eight, obey. If you hear from God and you want your prayers to flow out into your day, obey what He says. That is the best way to take action on your prayers. Okay, so that's it. Take action on one of those today. Leave a comment on our post. We'd love to hear which one you're going to make happen today or make happen this week. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, will you leave a review and hit subscribe? Next week, I will be interviewing Sarah Haggerty, and I'll also be sharing my 10 favorite books on prayer. You don't want to miss it.